0: Welcome to the MUFG Global Markets FX Week Ahead podcast with Lee Hardman, Senior Currency Analyst at MUFG. It's Friday 9th of June 2023, and joining Lee to pose some questions on the financial market themes for the week ahead is Seiko Kataoka-Fisher, Vice President of Japanese Customer Sales for in London. The following podcast is intended for professional investors and eligible counterparties only, and not for retail clients. Any content should not be regarded as an offer to conduct investment business or an investment recommendation, but for information purposes only. Hi, Psycho. Hi, Seiko. Yeah, what have been the main developments that have affected the FX market over the past week?
1: Yeah, well, I think they've been kind of two major surprises for markets this week. Um, The first one was delivered by the Reserve Bank of Australia at the start of their week when they delivered another rate hike uh, and also signaled that they are leaving the door open to delivering at least one if not two more hikes from here. Um, That was certainly a lot more hawkish than the market was expecting uh, given that the market was looking for the RBA to signal that they're getting close to the end of their hiking cycle. Similarly, we had a, a surprise, kind of hawkish policy update as well later in the week from the Bank of Canada, who resumed their their rate hike cycle this week um, after they they paused that back in in January. I think the message from both central banks was very similar uh, that they have both become more concerned that inflation risks could prove uh, more persistent going forward, and that. As a result of that, they felt they had to raise rates up to higher levels to try and engineer a, a, a more of a slowdown in growth and in inflation go, going forward. In terms of the impact on the FX market, it, it certainly helped the Australian dollar to outperform this week as, as yields have moved in favour of, of Australia. It's also helped support the, the Canadian dollar, but to, to a lesser extent. Um, and I think as well, going forward, um, we think ultimately that this outperformance of, of the Australian dollar will, will very much depend as well on whether um, the Chinese economy continues to uh, to recover. Um, certainly, if we look at the latest data from, from China, uh, we have seen some signs of, of slowing growth momentum at the start of, of the second quarter. And that has triggered some concern amongst market participants that the recovery in China this year could prove disappointing. Um, and that's obviously a downside risk for the Australian dollar and, and commodity prices going forward. Uh, if China's economy continues to disappoint, uh, then we could see some some weakness coming back into those commodity currencies like, like the Australian dollar. Although our own views, given our, our analysts over in, in Hong Kong, are more optimistic that this is just part of a, a temporary slowdown and that they still ultimately have confidence that growth will, will strengthen this year. Um, obviously, we would be uh, more confident of that if we were to see uh, policymakers in China also respond to this soft period of growth and deliver some, some further policy stimulus.
0: Okay. The US dollar is ending the week on softer softer ahead of next week's Fed meeting. How do you expect the upcoming FOMC meeting to impact the dollar performance?
1: Yeah, that's right. Obviously, last month, the dollar staged quite an impressive rebound uh, alongside higher US yields. Um, But obviously, at the start of this month, we have seen that uh, upward momentum start to to wane. And certainly, over the past week, dollar has started to correct lower across the board. Um, And to us, this just reflects in part expectations amongst market participants that the Fed is is more likely to, to leave rates on hold next week um to us that we, that that's certainly our kind of base case view and uh, is we think justified by comments from uh, some of the kind of key uh, leaders at the Fed including chair Powell and Governor Jefferson recently who both have signaled that they favor slowing the pace of hikes uh, at this stage they've obviously delivered, uh, and a very aggressive rate hike cycle so far, raising rates up towards 5% um, over the last kind of 12 to 18 months, and we agree that they can now afford to take a little bit more time to see how the data evolves going forward, given that monetary policy tightening, and, and the tightening in credit conditions will, will impact the economy with, with a lag. So, to us, we do think they have some leeway to leave rates on hold uh, in, in the week ahead, um, but Obviously, it's not a a done deal. uh, There is obviously a a high risk that they could deliver a hawkish surprise like the Bank of Canada and Reserve Bank of Australia over over the past week. Um, If we look at the data from the US recently, it has surprised more on the upside, both in terms of activity and inflation data. And um, I think the Fed as well shares a similar view to the Bank of Canada and, and RBA in, in, in that it's still very much concerned about the risk of more persistent inflation uh, going forward, which may may require further further policy tightening. So, to us, we think if the Fed does leave rates on hold next week, which is our, our base case view, we see some further kind of modest downside for the dollar uh, in, in the week ahead. Uh, although, like I say, we would stress or emphasize that the sell-off is likely to be relatively modest. Firstly, because I think the Fed will still signal that this isn't the start of a more kind of extended pause in the hiking cycle. Um, like I say, the data is still still giving them concern. It certainly, they will leave the door open, we feel, to, to further hikes, uh, perhaps even as soon as at the next meeting in, in, in July. Uh, and then, obviously, as well, if you look at the data outside of the US recently, we saw this week of the GDP was revised lower in, in Europe. Um, technical recession w- was confirmed uh, in, in Q1 for, for the eurozone. So the data there is also uh, very, very weak. And uh, it certainly makes the case that uh, the ECB as well this week, uh, in the week ahead, should be uh, sort of less hawkish when they give their their policy update. But we do think they will follow through in, in hike rates in the week ahead by 25 basis points. But uh, I think the overall messaging, Um, should be less hawkish than we've seen recently. Um, Like I say, activity data has softened more than the ECB had expected. And we are starting as well to see some signs that inflation could come back uh, down in Europe more quickly than anticipated. Um, And with rates moving up closer towards 4% now, um, we do think that the ECB could signal in the week ahead that they are becoming more comfortable that rates are getting to levels which should be uh, sufficient to give them more confidence that they can get inflation back down towards target so the risks to us to the euro next week uh, also appear to be more more tilted to the downside so uh, the, the, those factors we feel ultimately should help to to kind of limit uh, upside potential for for euro dollar from from the Fed keeping rates on hold next week very
0: interesting thank you d thanks acro Thank you for listening to this MUFG global markets podcast rate review and subscribe and reach out to your MUFG sales rep for more information come back next week for more insights from the global markets research team